audience, thank you for coming. Please, take a seat. Master will be with you shortly. And please, enjoy the all-October Halloween. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to Episode 3 of our All-October Halloween. This evening, we're trying something new. We're going to do the first ever episode of Bring a Friend to Podcast Day. (laughs) And that's because this specific friend is A, related to one of our cast members already, and B, got so interested as a fan that he decided to do some research himself and came up with his own story that we haven't covered. So we would also like to welcome Mike with us tonight. Mike is here with his mommy. Hi. <laughs> uh, Nancy is here, and so is Sarah. You want to say hi, Sarah? Hi, Sarah. There we go. So Mike has a special story for us. Um, I don't know if we want to call it a creepypasta or an urban legend or a conspiracy theory. I guess I'll <laughs> leave that up to you guys to decide. Yeah, I'd say. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, you're on it. I'd say more like it's kind of a mix of all of them because it's it's never been seen by a person unless it's on camera. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so first of all, what is the name of this thing? It's, it has a lot of names, but the one most common is the man with the upside down face, and it's an actual figure of a man in a black, hold on, skinny, sorry, dark suit with a sinister grin. His face flipped upside down. Wow. Okay. Do you have a story to go along with him? How he came to be, all that kind of stuff. You can read your yeah. notes. There's no problem. So, um, Trevor Henderson. <clears throat> Sorry, Trevor Henderson Mythos, I guess, was a, a mythological creator or, or investigator, something like Somebody that. Somebody did turn his phone off. Huh. And, um... Good afternoon. You're on the Mystery Matt Spotlight. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it's Saturday. Later. Later. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that earlier today with him. Yeah, and we were doing a podcast <laughs> Um, so, Anyways, back to it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Trevor Henderson was uh, a, a mythologist, a investigator, or just looked into a lot of it. And um, the man with the upside down face is one of his uh, mythos, is what it's called. And it's never been it's never been seen. So um, it's from the 1910s to 1940s was its last seen as, and it was. Um, it's never seen by, so it can get as close as, as we are right now, and no one can see it. All, all of it's been accounted as seen in pictures or hearing whistling. Is there like a specific type of whistling? Like It just said whistling no. in general. Yeah, something like that. So he showed me some of the pictures, and it's all black and white. It's creepy as fuck. You'll have to send them to me, and we'll post them on the Mystery Matt fan club page. Yeah, I will. Yeah, because it sounds like something that needs to be seen, too. Yeah. But could it be debunked, though, as just, like, the weird cameras at the time, or no? Well, uh, oh, let me see one second. So the first photo it's shown in, it's it was a naval base, and someone got fatally injured, and when they took the picture, it was just standing in the background. Oh. And also... Um, there's other scenes, so most, it was a lot of car crashes where people got fatally injured, like one was arson, some were just, like, really bad wrecks, and, like, the first photo, 
it was seen sitting in the driver's seat in the photo. The, the one of the other ones was standing right behind the car. That's so creepy. That's creepy. Yeah. I got chills. And it's not just because it's cold out. <laughs> no, some of the pictures that he showed me, like there was no possible way that a person could have survived this wreck. And then just sit there and then be like, "Hi." I'm yeah, down. and the face is completely flipped. So huh. it's super creepy. But it's just weird, and all of the camera, like, because it was 19, what'd you say, 1910, 1940? 1910s ended around the 50s. Yeah, in the 50s, so, like, that's old film. Yeah. And so I don't don't think we would have had the software to be able to add in things. No, well, no, because they didn't have computers back then. Right? Exactly. So that's what makes it even creepier. Feels like school. Um <laughs> Uh, but it's it's also known for like one of the like it does a lot of like powers or skills whatever it says that is like stalking omnipresence and, and whatnot like that it, it mentions invisibility which I kind of believe when it comes to where they can't see him yeah but it also says uh, like manipulation and and teleportation and stuff like that and I believe the kind of the manipulation part because the reason they can't see him could well could be the invisibility part or where he's messing with their mind. It could be messing with their mind to the point where that's the reason these accidents happen. Could it be like a spirit, though? Because you know how sometimes spirits, you can't see them. But if you take a picture, you can kind of see like a outline. Holy shit, Matt. Sorry, he just showed me a picture. Yeah. Holy crap. It's that creepy. That is freaking creepy. That one's not as bad. but So in, in some of the research that you found, it talked about right it feeding off the negativity and of like the, the and the, the negative feelings that you would get. <laughs> that you would feel being in a car accident and around a car accident, even if you survived and that it fed off of those. Like a somberness kind of thing. Yeah. So like feeding off the negative emotions. So it said an, an enigmatic sadist. Yeah. An enigmatic sadist. So it's also known as like a, a mental disorder. I think it is. It feeds off like negative emotions. So like if someone got punched in the face, I'd start laughing. I mean, that's, 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 that's normal. They, they, yeah. That's a sadist. Yeah. That's a sadist, but yeah. this one actually feeds on it, lives for it. Yeah. Maybe even lusts for it. Who knows? You know. So does it have an origin? Is there a... So of where he may have down. started? So its first appearance was <coughs> in... First photo. So a crowd of people gathered around the scene of a car crash. And it was the man. It was the man with the upside down face was seen through the car window, staring straight into the camera. Yeah, we've seen that in the photos we just looked at there, uh, but they don't really have an origin for where he came from, eh? Just, no, it was just, just uh, the Trevor Henderson mythos. The Trevor, okay. Uh, Trevor Henderson is he a f- fiction or a factual guy? I don't know. So I looked more into the actual creature mythos. than Trevor Henderson, but. Yeah, Trevor Henderson mythos. I believe it's just he like looks into or creates kind of mythology, really. So he kind of takes like a, a legend or like something like this, and then kind of just builds on it. Yeah. Um, looks into it deeper and see if he can find like connections and stuff. But nobody knows if this was an actual person who may have died in a car crash, and his spirit haunts them. Yeah. Because like, you obviously can't go that far back, right? It's an interesting theory for sure. So I found this website. It's called. Um, Trevor Henderson Wiki. Is that what you were on? Yeah. And so his physical information, it states the height of the upside down man, uh, upside down, the man with the upside down face, sorry, 
about five foot seven, about 143 pounds, male, um, eye color black, and the skin color is light. Yeah, he was pretty pale in the photos. Doesn't black eyes kind of mean more demon? So Trevor Henderson is a horror artist. And his it says his ability to sneak around unseen. So this, the, the man with the upside down face, it says his ability to sneak around unseen to feed off people's negativity makes him one of the easiest creatures in Trevor's long list of monsters. He's able to cause disasters, make people violent, levitate, teleport, and top. And to top it all off, he is one of the most intelligent creatures that Trevor, oh, it says Trevor made him. All of these perks make him one of the most feared and dangerous cryptics in his mythos. Huh. So I would say it's kind of a Grim Reaper kind of thing I'm getting from it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you said, he shows up more like car crashes when it's like fatal. Yeah. Like mass death. It's like, like, it's your time. If I look into crimes like stalking, mass murder, psychological abuse, mind breaking. Wow. Do you have any other stories besides the um, car crash? So, New Year's Eve party at a Air Force base in 1943. Man was fatally injured. And there's a car accident in 48 and a tra- and a disastrous train accident in 51. Hmm. And he shows up. Yeah. Like right there. So, to touch on what you said earlier um, about the psychic abilities, um, it says... In order to increase the chance of suffering and misery to happen, the man is able to move or disrupt certain objects, such as tires, in order to cause different possible disasters, suggesting that he may have some sort of telekinetic abilities. He's telekinetic. Telekinesis. Okay, that's quite a thing. Yeah. And it says uh, he has a negative aura, given that food appears to spoil around him, as well as the fact that he can influence people to make arguments and become violent without actually being actually even being seen or heard this supposed negative aura is so strong that it can directly physical physically affect people causing them to experience convulsions and causing people to dance as if they were dancing with thin air to exhaust and potentially collapse Holy so, cow. so it's all it almost sounds like possession yeah yeah sorry i took the bike. so he he has developed like his own monster universe kind of thing Trevor Henderson? Was it Henderson? Henderson. Yeah, yeah, Trevor Henderson mythos. So like I said, like psychological abuse. Yeah, when was uh, Trevor Henderson around? Um, he made a lot of them, I, f- I think. Oh, he's probably dead by now, at least. I think, like, because this started in 1910s. That was the earliest scene of it. Like, all it told me was, like, the earliest it told me, gave me a story of, was 45? 43. Um, let me see here. So that's... So, it's mostly a, like an illustrator and writer based in Toronto. Um, so basically like a college art and design degree. So that's how he wrote up the, the stories and the characters. Um, let's see. So in 2010... Oh, he's still alive. So he makes like ghosts and monsters since... Um, so he loves, like, horrific urban legends, ghost photos, description of, uh, horrific, I don't even know how to say that. Well, cryptids. Cryptids and various clients. So it's more looking like he, he went to college for, like, 
art and design and whatever and was more interested in like mythology and stuff so he based off that and created creatures trevor henderson born april 11th 1986 is a canadian horror artist so he is uh two years younger than me yeah yeah he's two years younger than me he's 37 years old and so to me this would say this gentleman is a big lovecraftian um fan essentially yeah. uh and wanted to make his own monster mythos which is great i think that's great i think we need more of that kind of stuff right uh i don't know if you follow like the color what do you what I'm laughing at the oh the kids are getting nuts in there i don't know what they're on probably mainly sugar um but yeah with uh cthulhu and um oh man i just had lovecraftian uh mythos and stuff like that some of those get into some deep creative and really psychological messed up stuff like i heard that someone uh got a request to draw a picture of cthulhu and he says i can't draw a picture of cthulhu and then he explained that there is no actual description of Cthulhu all it was was that uh, it was described as a mountain moving or stumbling what is Cthulhu uh, Cthulhu is essentially a, a giant monster that is summoned by um, cult-like rituals and I believe is supposed to bring the end of the world but he's a lot of depictions show him like a, a giant squid faced monster thing sometimes with wings sometimes just a giant squid sometimes it's got like goat legs and yeah there's so many rendition uh see if i can pull one up on my phone so like a a a demon angel kind of thing he's known as either an elder god or uh or a first god or something like that yeah cthulhu See, Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, and, and Lovecraft has a whole series of different um, monsters and stuff like that that he created his own universe for. Yeah, go ahead. So, the man with the upside-down face. So, there's a lot of, like, aliases. Like, there's the man with the upside-down face, the, a bunch of stuff like that. The, the patron saint of small <coughs> tragedies and bad vibes. Like, patron saint of, of car wrecks, natural disasters, misery, and, and blood. The patron saint. Yeah. So he's known as, like, a patron saint of death. So like, like I said, Grim Reaper kind of thing. So, like, the exact opposite of the patron saint Christopher. Yeah. Because isn't saint Christopher the one of protection? He is patron saint of travel. He was not to use Travel, that's right. Yeah. Travelers and, uh, like, protection. Yeah. That's weird, because that's the only saint I can actually name. <laughs> but it worked. Yeah, my favorite alias that they have that I definitely wanted to write down. The pettiest asshole of the bunch. What? <laughs> I like that one. That sounds suitable. Yep. You know? Definitely. Yeah. Interesting, because I've never heard of this guy until you mentioned it that one night. Well, I didn't even know. Like, I, I was just scrolling Instagram at like 2 o'clock in the morning because I couldn't sleep. And I saw this come up and it was talking about like um, something with the man with the upside down face. So I started looking into it. Then I googled it, and I was like up for an hour looking into it. Well, I probably would have been up for an hour for a whole different reason. But you know, if I'm scrolling at two o'clock in the morning and I come across something like that, especially those pictures, I don't think I'm sleeping. I don't think so. 
So, like, feeding off negative emotions, indirectly causing accidents and tragedy, and then again, whistling. So, it's, it mostly sets out goals as causing misery and death. Have you ever heard of SCP? No. It stands for Secure, Control, and Protect, I think. Something like that. And it's also fiction, but it's along the lines of the creepypastas and the the mythos and stuff like that and what they do is they take all these different weird things so for example the man with the upside down face would fit exactly into an scp and uh depending on what the creature can do would depend on how they have to contain it like for example there's um one scp that is a possessed teddy bear. And if you let him out, he'll actually like try to make friends with somebody. And then when he makes friends with somebody, he collects enough of their DNA and then he cell divides. And next thing you know, there's two teddy bears around. And they had to find out a specific way to contain that one. And they have a another one who was uh, found in the dungeon of a Catholic church. And she's a very beautiful woman. But she has such sensitive skin that she can't wear any clothing. Also, no men can come within something like 50 feet of her or they go lustfully insane. And so, like, they have different protocols for containing that one. So, I, I would imagine if... I, I want to know if they did one. If, if it made it into the SCP. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I suggest looking up those because there's hundreds of them, Mike. You would love it. It, like everything from like an iron coffin that breaks open every 200 years and if it's within so many feet of a living person it could bring about the end of the world because the entity will have had enough energy fed <laughs> from that single person to take over the world and oh so many nuts um books that you're not allowed to read because it'll steal your soul or mirrors that you can't look into or rings that would cause different problems and stuff like that. Yeah. SCP is really crazy. We did a episode on it. And then if anybody out there wants to uh, find the episode and for some reason they can't because of the uh, host change we made either this season. Yeah. This season. Uh, then let me know and I'll uh, repost it as a re-release. So, yeah, if you want to know, send me a message. Yeah, I'll definitely look into that one. Yeah, I, I have most of them saved, so I can even go through it, clean it up. You know, I've learned a lot since, so. But, yeah, um, is he always wearing the same kind of clothing? Does Yeah, it... it's it's always the, the all-black suits, like skinny, like skin-tight, all-black suit. <laughs> with the, and, and the weird thing is, it has hair, like you could see hair flat on its head, but the, the head's upside down, and it just sticks. It's like a glued. It's literally like the face itself is upside down, but the hair is still on the top. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise the hair would technically be like a beard hanging off the bottom of it, right? Yes. Because, yeah. yeah, so it's just the face that's been flipped. It's not the whole head. So it's more like everything is still there in a sense where it's supposed to be but it's looked to be in a different way does it say when he when trevor actually created the character so it said like its earliest appearance was like 1910 
but they didn't really think of anything much. Like then they didn't really think anything of it. No, I mean like that is the the narrative in his mm. artistic creation. When did he uh, first publish the so... entity of the upside down face man? Sorry, it's really interesting because it says here that pictures of the man dating back from the 1910s to 1960s started appearing on the internet when Trevor uploaded three old photographs onto his social media, two of which depict car crashes. At first glance, the photos appear mundane, but on further inspection, the man with the upside down face can be seen lurking in the background, um, always staring at the camera with his trademark evil smile. And then it talks about the different pictures. Um... Do you need the mic? No, apparently oh. he posted them January 2020 via Twitter. Okay. And actually it says that there it was just clever photoshopping by Trevor Henderson. Huh. Yeah. Whether or not this is screenrant.com, so I don't know how accurate it is. Um, I'm on Villains Wiki. Oh, are you? Wi- villains.fandom.com. Yeah, I've been on that site before. Yeah. Um, but it's really neat because it talks about it being like his <coughs> urban legend. So, a part of it, you're like, where did he come up with this? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's that. To come up with something this You have creepy, to have some kind of basis. Exactly. So, I don't know if it's clever photoshopping or, or whoever wrote this article is just kind of, like, being a dick. But um, it was published in 2021, this article, so. Yeah, I think it was, it was just published like that. Like, because once someone actually looked into it and saw all these things, decided, uh, they, they, they looked at it and decided... Tried to, they tried. I guess they tried to see if other people noticed thing and they had thoughts on it that they could look at into. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a, a creepy version of like Where's Waldo. Yeah, you're looking in all the, these tragic photos to see if if there's like an upside down face man. Like, so what? I forget what it's called. It's a paranormal investigator. I think it is. Yeah. So I think so. It's something like that where. Someone post whoever like posted this. I think was it Trevor Henderson that made this site. I don't know. Maybe ScreenRant.com. I think it's just like a yeah, just someone made it. I think it's just got like uh, articles on it from people who like follow like yeah movies and social stuff like that. When you think of like that that paranormal investigators, I I don't see a I see like an understanding of it, but yeah. I don't know how much money you're making doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, like you look at shows like um, Ghost Adventures or Ghost Hunters and stuff like that. You gotta take it with a grain of salt. Um, I think it's the same thing with any of these urban legends and stuff like that, too. You kind of have to be like, well, there's no definitive proof saying that it didn't happen, but there's no definitive proof saying that it did. And if this falls under that category, whether he made it or not, he may have found something and been like, oh, cool, let's make something out of this. And maybe he did Photoshop those photos, but the idea had to come from somewhere. Yeah, and when you, like, logically think about it, it like it couldn't like yeah he drew and whatnot and he's saying that he like photoshopped it. Well, this article says that he apparently he clearly photoshopped it. So I don't know how much proof they have of that. Yeah, I think someone just said when you logically think about it, this could have happened. Yeah, but again, like technology, then how good would technology then be to be able to photoshopping something into a black and white photo? It's actually easier. Than it, it it's super simple, barely an inconvenience. Um, if you look at the photos itself in the one. The face was too clear for A, to be part of that time, and B, to allow for perspective and focus points. So you can actually tell by looking at it, but there are filters he could have used to hide that too. 
You know what I mean? It does come down to pixel count, and they'll always catch you by pixel count. Because the almost no two photos have the same pixel alignment that'll be perfect, right? And you have to blend that together so seamlessly that it, it would take forever. So a lot of the times that's how they figure it out. They zoom in so far that they can actually see where you've put the sticker over the other guy's face kind of thing, right? Yeah. Go ahead. You had your hand up. Oh, you yeah. Just... I was going to say something. I'm like, hold on. Never mind. Oh, like, okay. I also forgot it. <laughs> so um, I learned because Colleen did graphic design in school. And I used to watch her do her projects and stuff. And she would show me how she fixed pictures. And she would fix like old pictures and make them clean up and stuff. From the naked eye, you couldn't tell. But as soon as she zoomed in, you could see where she blended or added it or fixed it. And it's like you really have to zoom in. And I think that's the trick. Photoshop is great. It can play um, tricks on you. Um, but at the same time, you have to know what you're looking for. Yeah. So it's easy to pass those off easily. You know Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. And you're loading in and you get that blonde in the bathing suit or whatever. On the PlayStation, I was able to edit a photo uh, I had of me and I think it was River. And I'm sitting with her in my lap and I'm looking down. And I cut out my hair and my head and made the original logo. So then when I went to go play Grand Theft Auto Five. I took my logo and literally pasted it over her face so that it looked like my logo with my head and my hair was now on her body. Oh, it was great. You can still see it. Yeah. It looked, yeah, it was, it was great. It's I, on the Mystery Matt channel. Yeah, it's on the Mystery Matt uh, YouTube channel. It's from a couple years back now for sure. But yeah, oh, there's there's some really funny stuff on there. You should see what I did to Colleen. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, it's- <laughs> so um Getting when you when tonight. you think about when it says photoshop you can you can tell like if it's really good photoshop it's hard to tell but when you zoom in enough and and look around enough you could you could <laughs> see the bits that that were missed out see to hide every photoshop you're adding a filter or taking a filter away so to find the Photoshop, you would do the same thing. You would remove mm. a filter, you would take away a gradient, you would color correct, you would autofocus, things like that. And then eventually you would see an outline of where there's a difference because there, humans can't get down to the, you know, ones and zeros of it. If you looked hard enough, you could probably even find it in the back files that somebody imported another image and placed it over top and those were rendered out as a single image together you know like (laughs) when i'm putting the uh podcast together i render the intro into the podcast now and it always tells me oh these two things are going to become one now and i'm like yeah that's the idea champ you know like (laughs) they're on two different channels but that's fine you can do that anyways because we're already on dual channels oh sarah's finding them for nancy are they pictures no No, they're videos yeah, short arc videos. Do we have anything else on Mr. Upside Down Face Guy? Um, let's see. While you're looking. I don't know. I think it's super, like, we love talking about all things spooky and weird and stuff. But, like, imagine being the person that makes this stuff up. Like, 
how twisted would somebody have to be to he's created like all of these characters and this guy he calls him his bottom feeder and he is like the grim reaper and like the a sa- like it's it's insane the amount of work and like the thought of everything he's put in and like if it was real can you like that would be super creepy so there are a few things that I wrote down when it puts in powers and skills I want to look into. So vast supernatural powers. And then there's there's extreme immortality <gasps> and, and mental manipulation. Also, I don't know what it means by timelessness. Uh, that means it, it's it's got an aspect to it that can last forever. Um some periodic movies like uh western movies and stuff because they were set in that time but not done so perfectly that they're annoying that they become like acceptable today kind of thing. Yeah. You know. There um, there are things that don't stand up. Bonanza doesn't, Bonanza doesn't stand up. Sarah says, "I'm I'm I'd have to watch it again." I... The the mental manipulation part. I know, like when he says in the in the website you looked at, um, the the Photoshop. Yeah. Even if even even if they don't have the proper proof that that could be a possible thing, and also could be where it says mental manipulation, psychological abuse. Um, when it mentions that, you, you I think of, um, like, how do I put this? Him messing with everybody around where they can't see him so they don't get a reaction until it's the <coughs> point where when you look in the photo, then it creeps the people out and, and makes them go almost crazy. If I'm not mistaken, uh, there's like an alien race or another entity that has such strong mind control powers that instead of changing its physical appearance, it just makes itself look different mentally to you. So your brain will see the person that looks like, for example, we'll use lizard person. I'm not sure if it is for lizard people. We're not at that one yet. Um, but instead of them like physically like chameleon shape-shifting into looking like a human, they just have such mind control that anybody around them, they're just tricking their mind into seeing a human. Sorry, hang on. So that goes into like our perception because all four of us could be standing there. Something could happen and each one of us would have a different perception of what happened. Yeah. Like say someone was far enough away with binoculars outside of this telepathy range and saw the guy standing there talking to a lizard dude because he saw him through binoculars and his mental thing can't get that far or didn't pick him up watching from that far, you know? So, yeah, when you mentioned, like, the, the lizard thing and the, the mental uh, manipulation of what they see, um, I'm thinking of, like, it's, it, you can never, when it says, like, like the mass death, there, when it says, like, he was in, in the driver's seat sitting there, I'm thinking of if he, if there was the body there, but... Well, in really logical, they would have taken it away before they take the photo. But, um, well, there's the theory that the spot in which you die holds on to your essence for a little bit. And if you haven't chosen another spot to dwell on this plane, that's when you'll 
pass over. So he's sitting in the spot in which the driver was because the driver just died there. That's where the most angst, anguish, pain, suffering all happened. And he's just absorbing that goodness. Yeah. You know what I mean? That That's his yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah. So I've actually had an interaction with an entity that fed off of negativity and would actually cause it would it would vibrate negative negative emotion which caused the humans that <coughs> like he's he was haunting their house and so it caused them to fight all the time and the more they fought the more he got bigger so by the time i got there to clear the space to me he was ginormous but as we started clearing he got smaller and smaller and smaller because the negativity that he was feeding off of started to go away and that goes with the perspective thing that you had mentioned earlier. It's like witnesses to a crime. You could have four witnesses looking at the crime that happened and everybody's statement to the police is going to be a little bit different. Oh, it was a blue car. They, they got away. And no, it was a green car or it was a red car. They're never going to have the same, same uh, statement because the perspective is going to change. So for you, you see this entity as a ginormous thing and they're just feeling that it's gotten stronger, but they don't know how big. Because you can see it better. Yeah. So what you said about, like, it chooses, like, where to to hold its place. Um, I don't know, like, it, it, was, it was a comedy show. But when you when you think of it, so the show Ghosts, I don't know if you've seen it. But so they, they move, this couple moves into a manor where the, where the girl's grandmother died. We watched yes, them. Yes, we watched the show. And um, they're, they're... It's a show? It's a show. On Prime. Does it have anything to do with the movie? No. Ghost? No? No. No, no Patrick Swayze? No. So it's this it's young couple moves oh, in. Oh. It moves into a, a manor where this one, the girl's grandmother died, and there are several ghosts yep. from different generations of the land haunting it. So one's like an old lady from, like some old British lady from, from like... Victorian era. Yeah, Victorian era. One's like a, a Viking. Thor. Yeah, one's <laughs> one, one's like the uh, a father that got stabbed in the he neck was, with an arrow. He was from the 80s. 80s, stuff like that. Then there's one one guy from like the 90s yep. with, the, with the tie where he doesn't have like pants on. It's, he doesn't um, have pants on? No, because he died without pants on. So his ghost outfit is literally like a dress shirt because he was... Um, what stock he was a stocks guy so his sh- his outfit on the show is like boxers and this dress shirt with a tie <laughs> it's funny and then there's also a woman from the 70s and there's a there's a, a native what is this from it's it's on prime it's called ghosts but it's on like it's on cable it is it's the fun they turn the sh- they turn the the manor into a bed and breakfast I think it's also horrible. yeah but no, the, the funny part is is everybody has their own kind of special gift the funniest one is the one from the 70s and she got high all the time. So her gift is, is when she walks through the person, they they start like having, having a psychedelic trip. Yeah. <laughs> they start tripping. Yes. Go ahead, Mike. Um, so like, and then there's like one from a car that pulls up a new episode we haven't seen. Um, a car pulls up and this one, one gets out and it's a ghost and it died in a car and then it chose to haunt a lot of like different cars. Oh, okay. Um, until they like crashed and, and people died. Oh, I gotta watch that. And it's it's hilarious. I but hope I you, can find it for free or on something. When you think about it in this perspective, yeah, I think it's on global. 
I watched one off of Disney Plus called Not Dead Yet. It's about this woman who who goes back into writing and she gets stuck in the obituary section and the people who she's writing about haunt her. And sometimes she gets in like these really sticky situations, but she's got to find something positive to say about them. And it's really hard for her. And she's kind of sarcastic and stuff. It's actually really good. I can't really talk about too much because I don't remember a lot of it, but it's good. It's worth checking out. It's called not dead yet. I'll watch it. Um, so, so what I was saying, (coughs) I'm thinking, it, this the density the man with the upside down face it's kind of like that where it chose where to be and it just it it sits there and and stays there and feeds off the emotions like like you said feeds off all that that negativity from the dead body it, it even has a little hint of the mothman have you heard of the mothman no Oh, there's another bunny hole you got to go down. We're going to be uh, probably covering that as one of the podcasts. I'm pretty sure that one's on the list. Not for October. Not for October. No, no. We got other things for October. Uh, We hope to have a paranormal investigator on uh, along with Nancy because Nancy is our resident uh, medium. So, you know. Not well done. Not well done. Just just medium. You get that joke all the time. Yeah. Oh. Did Tim show up tonight? No. No, Tim didn't. Show. See, it's not his bag, baby. Well, I uh, I told my English we were doing in English we're doing a short stories in mythology. It's it's stupid mythology stuff. It's whole. It's oh, it's it's not it's not real mythology though. Oh. It's it's like Greek urban legends. So it's like oh, Perseus yeah, well, and, and oh. Zeus and stuff like that. We'll, we'll sit down later. <laughs> we'll sit. I'll, I'll teach you something about them. I have a whole book I gotta read through it. So I, and Medusa and stuff like that. You, you you've got your your Titans and stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, so the Titans were uh, the wasn't it Zeus's brothers or or yeah. his uncles or something like it was the generation before. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, um, so you know the story about all those gods, right? Yeah. Zeus, and then he's got all these demigods. Then there's Acrisius, his father, and then I think Acrisius' brother is Titan. Yeah. So then, you know how they killed off all the Titans? Yeah. Right? Zeus killed off all the Titans, freed them all, or uh, killed them all because they were getting out of hand. Anyways, so, then we go over Christianity. The angels fell from heaven, started procreating with man, created Nephilim, that were giants. The giants, in many terms, are called titans. So the Greek and the Nephilim, which is Christianity, has a tie together. You just have to read around the fancy words that they used at the time. Um, extreme immortality. When I, sorry, I, that's kind of when I Ooh. look back to this. Squirrel. <laughs> Pizza. No, keep going. Um, extreme immortality. So, um, like whoever like looks into it and whatnot, like there's more people than us that have seen that stuff and looked into it. Like probably like a paranormal investigator that has looked into this. I'm going to say like there's probably multiple people that have tried to find it and trap it. But like when it says like va- like like um, extreme immortality and like vast supernatural abilities... What was he mean about like vast supernatural um, abilities? So vast means like a large array, like a lot is vast, or like there's there's a big, um, uh, Su- uh, yeah, like um, there's a lot of them. Yeah, and so, then supernatural abilities would be 
anything that's beyond what a normal person can do. And the extreme immortality would be that he couldn't be killed. Regardless. Yeah. Extreme immortality means he can't be killed by even impaling or being hit by something. See, there's there's biological immortality and then there's like full mortality. <laughs> One of them means that you will last forever biologically. But if you get, you know, cut in half by a chainsaw, I'm sorry, that's the end of you. You know what I mean? Because you can't put that back together. The body fails. But if you unless keep the... Unless you're a vampire. Unless you're a vampire. And I guess, I don't know. But <laughs> sorry, but the, the look on Sarah's face when you said oh, the chainsaw. Oh, it's Halloween. Get used to it, baby. We're cutting everything in half. Yeah. Um, so disaster inducement. So like inducement means to like. To make um, it happen. Yeah. To, to, yeah. to Yeah. Something like that. So when it says da- disaster inducement, that mixes in with the, the psychological abuse where it's almost like he got inside someone's head to cause that disaster. You like this? Hey, <laughs> she hit me. He made me. See, if if you were if that was a psychological thing, you would be psychologically manipulating Matt to hit himself, which would be funnier. Don't hit yourself. Don't hit yourself. I just can't imagine the create like the mind, like the creative mind, to sit down and be like. What can I come up with that is the scariest thing humanly possible and cre- is going to creep everybody out with one simple picture? Like that, the, the, yeah, that just blows my mind how he sat there and did that. I think it's, it's good to have these kind of stories, though, whether they're fake or not, because it shows the creativity of a person. We have to realize that that had to come from something. Ideas don't just pop in your head. They come from no. somewhere, right? So whether he's psychologically messed up, this Trevor Henderson or not, he's got one creative mind that I think any behavioral analysis, like an analyzer, like from like a profiler, whether criminal or not, would be interested in just getting into that mind of. Oh, absolutely. Because there's something there and it might go deeper. And maybe these pictures may be fake, but he must have seen them in his head somewhere to make Mm -hmm. that happen. You can't just come up with that overnight. Right? And he just sat like that. That's just insane. It's, it's creative genius. He yeah, borderlines on insanity. And he's Canadian. So, like. Yeah. Get some Canadian recognition going. Sorry, but real quick, I'm going to, like, I, I I love this little, the, the cord hanger right here that, that holds the cord here. Iron Man. Yeah, the Iron Man here. <laughs> you see what's on this one? Yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man on this one. Yeah. All right. So, do we have everything covered? I think we just want to look at this, just make some, something, or if you want to bring something up. Oh. Hold on, hold on. So the one thing we didn't talk about was that he has many different names. So it's the man with the upside down face, the upside down man, the man. So those are the three names that they have for him. Hmm. But I like that he's the asshole of the bunch. Yeah. Pettiest asshole. I think I'd like to be his friend. <laughs> I like leave. I, I like when the petty train leaves the station. It's a fun ride. Yeah. As long as you're not his target. That's true. Yeah. All right. Oh. Good. Sorry. Good. Um, omnipresence. What, I, I, that means you are everywhere at the same time. So it could be. I'm that, thinking. That, that's, that's, that's a hard one to wrap your noodle around. So you are sitting here, right? Are you at school? No. You are not omnipresent. 
So I'm like when it says omnipresent, I'm thinking, yeah. So omnipresent encountered common, or, yeah, is when um, you are everywhere at the same time. So it's it's funny to see where if say if there's another accident like in 1947 something like that, and there's one car crash in one town and and another train accident in another city, he could be there at the same time. Uh. It also means that he could go back to your birthday and take a picture in the backyard with you and you won't even have noticed it and you pull out a picture from your birthday party and all of a sudden there's a dude behind a bush with an upside down face. Yeah, so it's, I mean. <laughs> He's going back to look now. He's like, oh shit, yeah, maybe I'm I should check. I've been looking into this crap. I'm looking through all those photos. <laughs> Pulling out the old dusty box, looking through every one of those photos. Well, while you're doing that, you can clean the garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not happening. Excuse me, master. Can I have a cookie? <laughs> Not right now. I'm busy doing something. Oh, I'm sorry. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>